The content of this podcast, statements, comments, views, and opinions expressed by the host do not reflect the views of their employers or their streaming platforms. Again, we thank you for tuning in and we hope you enjoy. Hey y'all, thanks for tuning in to episode three with the ladies of You Were Thinking It. Yes. What's What's up, y'all? What's What's poppin'? What's going on? Girl, I'm so depressed that today is Sunday and that I gotta go back back to work tomorrow. Pandemic, it's like no work life balance whatsoever. And working from home, working from home is like a struggle. Yeah, and it's like the Sunday hits even worse. Yeah. yeah, I think it has worse because like we all home, so it's like like Bria said, there's no work balance, yeah. like work life balance, because it's like today I gotta wash my clothes after this, but then I'm like I feel like I'm still working. Like did right. I really get a break? Because no. I wake up, roll over, grab my laptop, and work some more. It's, exactly, it's, it's, it's no change of scenery. It's like it's yeah. the opposite now. It's like I right, I'm going to the office today. When used to yes. be, oh, I can't wait to wake work from home right yes yes because when we were working in the office we had the option to work from home every once in a while Mm -hmm. and i would be so pressed to do it now they give me that option no i'm perfect attendance (laughs) i'm at my desk probably before my boss is like yeah damn you corona yeah corona Corona definitely gotta go quickly (sighs) so how was y'all's weekend Quick, hella quick, too quick. It was just quick. <laughs> yeah. What did you do? It, it was. It was like it was just Friday, and yeah. <laughs> and I will be the first to say I was not productive at all. Well, what, on Friday, I was productive like two hours ago when I woke up. <laughs> I'm about to say this is production right here. We're producing this uh this podcast for the people who exactly. yeah, are, with the know, exception of that they this, enjoy this it. podcast. Right. I was so, not productive as much as I should have been. So this this counts as productivity though. So you got it. What y'all end up doing this weekend? I hang hung out with my family and other than that, I just been chilling in the house, sleeping, getting Girl, some rest. How about you, Jess? I got a chance to go to Laray Caverns for the first time. Okay, yes, bitch. <laughs> right, she real fancy. Right. Yeah. Real fancy. She's like, oh, I went to Laray. Like, look at us. Like, oh, I was just sleeping. Shoot, I went that's to Laray Caverns. Girl, I went to Aruba. <laughs> right, right, right. No, I didn't do anything for real this weekend. With I, I ran some errands. I went out yesterday. But it was, let me tell y'all something. I got to do a quick rant. I'm not even going to (laughs) lie. We just had this discussion about touching my hair. Literally, the day our episode drops, someone touched my hair. Oh but, no! Oh my God! Like okay, so I was out Woodbridge last night. Uh oh, Hoodbridge. Yeah. <laughs> Hoodbridge. I was out Woodbridge last night, and this guy, my I had my locks down, and this like big sweaty dude leans over, is like, I really, he's like drunk. He's like, I really like your hair, it's so cool, and he grabs it. I'm like, hold the bruh. Wow. 
we literally just talked about this. That's crazy. I don't know if you know, but I got a podcast that you might need to take a listen to. Right. right. Go ahead and hit that subscribe like, button. <laughs> oh my. Ugh, it was so gross. And then later, he was like on everybody. Like, I was just, I don't know if it was like me just being too woke or something, but mm-hmm. ugh, like he was grabbing on everybody. Like, he grabbed my hair earlier. My cousin, um, he wrapped his arm around my cousin and it got to the point where me and my cousin had to act like a gay couple at this point because I'm like no like she good you know what I'm saying like we good it's okay right (laughs) oh he was a sloppy drunk yeah it was but it wasn't just like I'm not gonna put all the blame on him because it was like all like a lot of dudes like it was this one dude he was built like a a Ken doll (laughs) and he kept grabbing at my cousin and my cousin was like no i'm straight i'm straight i literally had to put my arm in front of her like she good bro she said it already right like calm down calm down yeah. and that's the same thing that she had to do for me with this dude like he leaning in my ear so nice. and he grabs <laughs> my hair i was like what the fuck like excuse me right if you know you can't control yourself when you drunk you just need to calm it down and he was grabbing it was so gross i'm like oh what is wrong with y'all like why can't we just be okay in this first of all social distancing i don't know you yeah right i don't know you like i'm we we far from everybody because they was all in the crowd and stuff like that and we were farther back and he walks to the back and is like breath on my neck close mm. Sir, coronavirus yeah like back up y'all doing a lot you doing a, a lot like i don't know and uh, i might have also been bothered because i was sober but still like i still <laughs> probably, probably would have been worse if i was if i had like alcohol in my system because i definitely would have told him back to fuck up but i instead i just grabbed my hair back i was like what the fuck what are you doing my cousin was like yo relax like right chill out it was it was so annoying but okay well that was my weekend i didn't do anything but get um my fondled (laughs) your hair fondled yeah my hair fondled so um yeah so okay we had a question of the week last week about (laughs) microaggressions the guy was uh he wasn't white though that's the only thing like i don't know i was just ranting because like (laughs) it's annoying like just don't touch my hair right but um no, we had a question of the week about microaggressions and racism. Have you ever experienced it? 91%. That sucks. That is a terrible fucking number. 91% said yes. 9% said no. To the 9% who said no, shout out to y'all. I don't, I mean, congratulations. You never have yes. to experience right. it. Yeah, like, you are part of the elite. Right. <laughs> It's a hard life out here for the folks that have. And to the 91%, you are worth it to, you are it, obligated and you have every right to tell a person to get the fuck off you, right. period. Like, you, you got every reason to slap somebody, to cuss them out. Like, do what you gotta do, bro. Do what you gotta do. I'm sorry you experienced that. Hopefully you will never experience it again. Mm-hmm. So that's that on that um yeah so okay it's been a long week mm-hmm. it's been a lot going on <laughs> a lot so god so trey songs 
child Trey R. R. Kelly, Kelly songs. R. Kelly Jr. R. Kelly right. 2.0, apparently. <laughs> and it's so sad. I mean, I haven't really listened to his music recently, but I, have. I mean, didn't he drop a song about black love like a week he, ago? He did. <laughs> 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 Yeah, like, that's what I'm like, did this really happen? So, okay, apparently there's this girl that did this interview. Um, Bria, you might have, I don't know, I, I didn't really dive too deep into this story, mm-hmm. but, so I think you might have, you might know a little bit more about it than I do. Yeah. But Trey saw, uh, this girl apparently did an interview with some, like, I guess a podcast or an internet show or whatever, and she is apparently ho is life for shorty. So like mm-hmm. she, she was out here sucking seven NBA players in a row. Like right. they was all in the room with it, and she she has lived a very wild life right. at a very young age. <laughs> so apparently she also linked up with Trey Songs at some point, and she was telling it all about that and apparently Trey Songz into some kinky shit. He liked to pee on people and hold, hide away, hide the girls away type, like it, take their phone. Like the girl was like, she didn't know when she was going to be able to leave and she would keep asking like, when can I leave? And I'm just like, why y'all can't, why men don't know how to act around women? Right. Why y'all don't know how to act? What's going on? Like talk to us. Yeah, so the girl's name is Selena Powell, and Mm -hmm. she, like, has a career of, like, you know, being around and keeping around. OnlyFans link at her. Exactly. For goodness sake, on her Twitter, she has pictures with penises in her face. Right. Exactly. How is life for shorty? (laughs) Right, exactly. And in no way or shape or form are we saying that because she decides to live on the the wild side that she has the right to be abused or taken advantage of. Yeah, no. Of course not. In any way, shape, or form. It's just, you know, this is what she does. So Mm -hmm. she was saying that, you know, Trey Songz, and she filed a lawsuit against him um, Mm -hmm. a few years ago, basically saying that he abused her and he went to Twitter and to Instagram posting these receipts saying that she was lying, which is what they tend to do. Now, to piggyback on that, a few years prior, Kiki Palmer, yeah, the singer and actress, came out publicly on. Wait, I think he's a singer. Yes, yeah, singer, yeah. exactly. And she came out publicly on a lot of different platforms and was saying that she had an encounter with him that you know wasn't pleasant and people bashed her for it of course because it's a black woman but we're going we're going we're going to dive into that too yeah yeah (laughs) yeah and i feel so bad because it's like why does a why when kiki said it it was kind of like oh we need proof blah 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 but this white girl says it not to be you know but this white girl says it page huh (laughs) i'm gonna keep bringing up that point I mean, listen, you you live your life the way you want, and I'm not going to bash you, you know, for living your life the way you want. If you want to be one of those people that, you know, is very sexually open. But that's what I'm saying. People were quick to believe her. Yeah. Like you said, where you were heading, heading with your response. Yeah. But they were quick to not believe Kiki Palmer, throw it under the rug and keep it moving. Yeah. Yeah, I I just don't understand why that's a thing. Like, why is it with 
black with black people black women in particular like we have to go above and beyond for somebody to really believe us or understand us or hear who we hear our problems you know so exactly yeah um like going diving into the next topic honestly i mean let's just keep it 100 trey songs has been accused of some creepy stuff beforehand Mm -hmm. and like we talked about last I believe last week um, you know it takes a while for these people to get caught up in in their shit so you know hopefully you know I like Trey songs as a a singer like you know I like some of his music but if you gotta get cancelled bro if you don't know how to act around women that's just you need to you need to figure that out so right and like somebody said you know it it makes it social media these days it makes it really hard to differentiate between what's true and what's not mm-hmm. and because we don't know the full story someone was just like okay if it's true then you know forget trace songs if not mm-hmm. then you know yeah. i mean shit, at this point you got so many like for instance you got so many women that came out about r kelly and they had a rally for him in Chicago like, a couple that. days ago. Like, it's still going to be people that just are like, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, that didn't happen. And it, it stinks that we have to deal with that. But, I mean, I mean, hopefully a better day will be coming for that. You know? I, I agree. But I think another part of it, too, and don't and please, don't nobody kill me. But we ha- if we're going to have to have the conversation, we have to have the full conversation. Mm. Right. There are people, men and women, who mm-hmm. lie. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. when they lie, they make it hard for real victims to come forward and for people to believe them. So we have a history, especially in the black community, where, you know, people like with white women like you know like the lie on, on black men and I'm not saying that this is the case with Selena yeah. Powell or Trey Songz but in our mm-hmm. community there's a long painful past of that so if yeah. you are a liar you need to be held accountable as well because it makes yeah. the situation so much worse for people who really have these real life traumatic experiences where they come forward and nobody wants to fight for them or believe them because there's been eight other people that have so if you are someone who plays this card for your own whatever game it is then Mm -hmm. yeah you you you're a problem too right exactly exactly and um I lost my train of thought because I had something to piggyback off of it but never mind hopefully (laughs) hopefully it pops back up it'll come back yeah but I mean it it it's just sad like to see people that you grew up on you know what I'm saying being like they always say don't meet your heroes don't meet your you know your faves and stuff like that but it's just sad to see that sometimes this is actually the reality and oh okay I remember what I was about to say so I actually had this conversation with another group of my uh, another group of close friends and I told them like I'm gonna be honest I'm kind of doubting shorty because of the fact mm-hmm. that she has such a, a broad past of claiming that she's pregnant by celebrities because then there was another video going around um of her saying i think it was her or it might have been i think it was her actually but it was the video of her saying that she found drake's number texted drake and drake was like hell no nah, i know exactly who you are you know right. what i'm saying like so that kind of stuff kind of made it a little fishy to me and then i think she said she got 
some she got I think she said she got assaulted by Tory Lanez too or something like that I had to like go back in the text messages to really find it but she had a like my friend was explaining to me that she had a long history and stuff but that that, that didn't stop them from like believing her and I know that you know in this climate it's really about like supporting women but we gotta just, be real we got yeah, yeah i was being be completely real. honest with them and i'm like bro i don't think i don't think this shit is real like if she's out here you know talking about how she was letting seven nba players hit her from the back and all that other stuff who's to say you know like yeah that she not just doing this for clout and saying that she you know been getting getting pregnant by celebrities like she has a history of being a liar so exactly it's it's almost like and i hate to say it but when you when you it's one thing to be be you know be a grown woman and feel like hey if i want to you know have a sexual partner then that's on you but when you're making a career of actually going after these men it's to the point where they not really men we know men men will sleep with anything they got a, a pulse okay mm-hmm. so if men feel like you easy they gonna sleep with you okay but mm-hmm. if you're going after them and putting yourself in these positions where it's like 30 men hitting you all at one time then it's mm-hmm. like sis do you have to take a, accountability for that part and say well man, i don't need to keep putting myself in these overly explicit you know what situation yeah. like let me yeah. scale back because she be in everybody's comments Snoop Dogg Trey Songz Drake Chris Brown yeah. she didn't hit up everybody I will like, beat that on. listen let me tell y'all something <laughs> <laughs> let me tell y'all something Alex Alex is a Chris Brown stand. Okay? yes stand. I love me some Chris Brown Chris Brown if you happen to listen to this I am available and waiting and have been waiting for years, okay? And I will continue to wait. For so, you. And go check out legit. her tweets. Yeah. pretty explicit when it comes to I will CV. legit. No, he be seeing my tweets because he keep posting my concert videos. That's another rant. One what? Yes. <laughs> he, keep, he keep posting my concert videos, so, y'all. And I'm so, like, listen. Quick side. What so that was your video on his page that he had posted with the go crazy on it. Ah! Yeah, that was mine, and I, I will send it to y'all so y'all can see. It, I but saw that was you mine. said something about it. That's why I went to go look. Every at time it. he posts something, I say something about it because they're all my videos. <laughs> that <laughs> means <laughs> that means he know who you are, Alex. He know was really good. I know he know who I am. I know exact. I know he know who I am. Listen, we have had our encounters. Okay, <laughs> me and Chris Brown have had our encounters. So I'm just waiting for him to stop being shy. Right. And you know, I, listen, I'm here Question. and I'm ready. How but, the heck did he get your videos? I, did you, I mean, did I, you DM him? <laughs> no, I have posted them on Twitter just like, cause I have, I follow, you know, Chris Brown fans, we follow each other, whatever. So when I went to the concert, I just posted a whole bunch of videos. My videos were good. So they got a lot of retweets and Chris Brown got, I think personally, and a lot of Team Breezy thinks, cause I'm Team Breezy, I will claim it. Mm-hmm. but. A lot of Team Breezy thinks that Chris Brown has burner account on Twitter and he be stalking people because he always posts a lot of like our like stuff that we'll post on Twitter. He'll end up screenshotting it and posting it on his Instagram and stuff like that. So there have been I've seen so many people's like tweets that I follow mm. and like I interact with on his Twitter. I mean on his uh Instagram and stuff. He's not as active as he used to be on Twitter anymore. But he used to be really active. So we think that he still has like a burner account and he's kind of like just watching his fans. Yeah. So, yeah, but my videos got really popular because of the fact that they were really good because I was like second row. So, 
they got popular and I guess he saw them from like people retweeting it or who knows he might be ghost following me who knows so yeah like I said <laughs> if you see it you Get see my me. tweets if you ghost tweet if you ghost following me you see my tweets and you know that this love has been real since day one so <laughs> I love you just know that okay back to the subject if shooting your shot was a person it would be Alex <laughs> uh-huh. definitely yep yep you're right anyway so no um back to the subject though like that's that's a lot so yeah the girl I got my doubts on her don't bash me about it because I'm not all you know instantly believing the victim but I yeah. I got my doubts on shorty I'm sorry yeah it's a lot it's 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 a lot so then there's huh and other celebrity news my poor baby Megan that's another one I love to death my poor baby Megan she is going through it yeah she is going through it and it sucks and it sucks so bad this kind of ties into the Trey Song situation with Kiki Palmer because so if you have not known about Megan Thee Stallion and Tory Lane's situation apparently a couple weeks ago they I think they were at like a house party at Kylie Jenner's house or something Mm. like that it had something to do with Kylie but Megan ended up getting shot in both her feet now everybody's like well who shot Megan blah 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 and a lot of people thought it was Tory Lanez a lot of people been saying it was Tory Lanez and it all they people online have been harassing the hell out of Megan for the past two three weeks mm-hmm. trying to figure out what happened mm-hmm. and that's something that I mean y'all I don't know a lot of uh, since this quarantine a lot of things in like my mindset have been changing about like celebrities like I think that people fail to realize that celebrities are human beings. They just right. got more money. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, so her getting shot, you don't go and make memes about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's certain things that you just don't joke about. And this was one of those things. And so Megan had been like harassed to the point of her like having to put her actual wounds on Instagram to show them, like, nigga, I got shot. Like, it's right. not a game. I'm not doing this for fame I'm not doing this because the album's coming out like I got shy there's a clip of her walking backwards and blood is leaking from her feet right but y'all not believe like why is it so hard for a black woman to just be you know what I'm saying like to just be able to have that protection right you know and it's like oh everything is a joke but as soon as a white girl come out and say something like if Kylie would've got shot all hell would have broke loose, man. This right. would have been a national tragedy. We probably would have had Kylie Jenner Day. Right. You know, so like, it's just, it's too, <laughs> that's too fucking much, man. That's too much. Yeah. And like, it got to the point where Megan was so annoyed with the whole situation. Tory Lanez ain't said shit since. Like, she got on live and was like, yeah, Tory shot me. That's who shot me. Right. And it's still jokes. Like, the fact that she has to continuously replay this trauma over and over and over for people who act like they don't give a damn about human life. They don't give a damn about a, a, a black woman being in pain, but it's always like, oh, believe women. And like, why do y'all, how do, y- how do y'all get to pick and choose who to, you know, like, th- it doesn't make sense to me. Like these are quality watchdogs, man. Right. Y'all, y'all pick and choose who y'all want to protect. And that's not exactly. Okay. 
Y'all think really? they can choose. What's so crazy about it too is in that video, she wasn't even really walking. She, Shawty was real at like limping. Actually, yeah. exactly. And then too, it's like what's disheartening is it's a lot of people within her own community that were making the meet. Like a lot of black celebrities, black mm-hmm. men are the ones that's been ridicule, ridiculing her and saying yeah. like, we don't believe you making memes. I know 50 Cent had posted a meme yeah. of her and told Like her boys in the hood. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's like, the, the, we if we we supposed to support our own. Like this is the time where we all supposed to come around her and say, look, you know, that's a traumatic, not just only painful, like physically, that's a traumatic experience being shot or shot at, or hearing gunshot wounds. Um, yeah, it's gunshots, scary. It's, it's a scary experience. It's scary. So not just her physical well-being, but also her mental well-being. She she don't have any blood relatives. Her parents are gone. Right. So she's she been through a lot. She's been through a lot. And it's like, yeah. her grandmother been sick, if I'm not mistaken, or something like that. So it's yeah. like, she really has no one in her corner that she can really like lean on that's not gonna judge yeah. her that's not gonna humiliate her or laugh at her and mock at her so it's like why y'all can't why y'all can't do what y'all are supposed to do and black women right. you support black men with no question no hesitation and you know that was about to get into that because you gotta remember in the live that she was you know explaining everything that happened she instantly was like I wasn't telling the cops nothing because cops are shooting niggas like like we like it's open season so and why would I go and tell yeah, him that Tori had a gun when you know what I'm saying like why would I go out like she was already protecting Tori as right. a black man in America you know what I'm saying like you can't the fact that we as black women instantly are so protective over our own people and we can't get that same respect but, but I, I like, like your to, first thought was to make a meme about it and you didn't and you apologize talking about 50 cent in particular you apologize about it once you see that she's crying and she's explaining that she doesn't have anybody in her life mm-hmm. to help her through this for real and y'all out here making jokes about it and the girl is young she's like 25 yeah so like and come on man to to take from what you just said like let me tell y'all something the black woman is the most disrespected woman and that's Mm -hmm. facts yes i cannot stress that enough there is no reason why she made headlines the shooter made headlines she Mm -hmm. didn't have to give information because that's a private matter right and the only reason it made headlines is because like bria and alex said she you know she's a celebrity Mm -hmm. but um she was very hush hush on details and that is because she didn't want to name drop and also she should be able to keep some things private but because people like to troll yeah. she slowly had to kind of unpack what happened and you can only imagine how that you know she's reliving a situation and it's it's traumatic yeah and then that goes back to it really affects your mental mm-hmm. so it's like okay not only is she now um defending herself telling telling everyone what happened but then a couple weeks after that it's like she has to release these pictures that are they're gruesome and it's something that was once again private yeah something that she shouldn't have to do right i don't see it all i don't see some some tweets granted i'm not on social media but when i get on to do promo and stuff it's stuff that pop up and i saw one tweet that really um 
and I'm not even gonna say it took me by surprise, but it was somebody who is very close in a way. Mm-hmm. It wasn't nobody like you see the trolls, but then to actually know a troll. Yeah. So <laughs> one of their tweets was like, um, it said Meg says Tori shot her, but no charges were filed. Meg claims she was shot in her foot, but never worn a boot or went into rehab. I'm sorry, but I can't agree with Meg. Black woman, I love y'all for defending her, but sometimes I need y'all to put two and two together. I need him to shut the I'ma hell just up. I'm going to say it. Women lie for attention, not saying men don't either, but for certain attention, you'll lie for it. Now, what the fact fuck? check. Megan indeed was wearing several dressings on her foot, but once again, why should she have to show the world that? Right. 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 You notice Tory Lanez has been extremely quiet. Yeah, he right. is. So shit. putting two and two together, that is putting two and two together. Like Tory Lanez has been super quiet. She has been getting trolled. She's the victim. Mm-hmm. She's not playing victim. She actually is the victim. Right. Mm-hmm. And right. the same thing with Kiki Palmer. It's like, why do I gotta show all of my receipts for y'all to halfway believe me? Right, right, just to even halfway believe me because at this point, like like you said, her posting her her busted you know feet on 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 Instagram and people still like nah like what the f- you think she hired a, a special effects nigga to come right. and put some stuff on her feet so she could go ahead and like who has time for that who has time to lie on another celebrity and Tory Lanez is a dumbass because he was actually coming up this summer. Like you know, what I'm exactly. saying? Like, this, was, this was his summer. He done got dropped start. so many songs. Yeah, and and then he he started like really getting popping because of quarantine radio. Because mm-hmm. quarantine radio was really popping when we were all like legit stuck in the house, like when there was nothing yeah, open. Yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? So he got popping off of that. His last little chicks tape album did real well. You know what I'm saying? Like he 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 was featured on a lot of songs. Like he went on he was on tour with Chris Brown last year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just you you had that moment and you fucked it up. Yeah. For nothing. Over I think he was so ignorant. I think he was getting a deal with Apple for quarantine radio or something like that. And it just goes to show like how one split decision, yeah, second decision can just mess up your whole entire life. Yeah. And, well. Um, I um I love I love me some Megan so I hope she exactly you know and yeah, it's like now she has my full support but not only that like do trolls ever and and I'm assuming they don't but I'm like do y'all ever just show any compassion because we all fight in our own battles and like I said this somebody who just lost she just lost her mom almost a year ago it hasn't even been a full year mm-hmm. and then she's been put in the limelight for stupid stuff always having to defend herself yeah yeah all in all like to to kind of end this a little bit like y'all need to do better when it comes to black women y'all need like, to sometimes do better. just shut up yeah, yeah just shut up like and then especially with celebrity black women y'all gotta understand that celebrities are human beings you know what i'm saying and this is me talking as a regular common normal person <laughs> that probably got about twenty dollars in the bank <laughs> you know what I'm saying like but y'all gotta understand that these are people they have their their problems might not compare to ours but right. they have problems and then the fact that everything is in its you know in a limelight like it's harder for them because there's so many people judging them for every little thing that they do yeah. everything that they do 
So to kind of pivot from this, this next thing that kind of rocked my timeline, because as I explained earlier, I'm a Team Breezy individual. So I, I think this is something that Team Breezy already knows. His baby mother. Mm-hmm. mother. His oh, baby mother. mama ain't black. She yeah. ain't black. The new baby mama, not the old one. But the new one, uh, Amika, is not black. And what they call it, black fishing? Yeah, Blackfish, and that's what's called. And she's been exposed. This is things that Team Breezy already knew. We kind of probably the ones that exposed it, but whatever. Um, so apparently Amika has been claiming that she's black. She changed her name. Her name, I can't I can't pronounce it, but I think it was German before. Because she's half, I think she's like half Thai, half German. No, she's fully No, her Thai. stepfather was German. Her stepfather was German, and, and she, she ended up taking her name. stepfather's last name. And then once she got to, um, once she got older, she changed her name to Harris to sound more Black. Um, mm. And she was very, she was actually Team Breezy at, at one point, but she was more Team Karuchi, which is kind of weird because they look like. So... She was very obsessed with Karuchi and Chris Brown's relationship um, when he was with her, and she would tweet him all the time. So this this twi- this Instagram that exposed it had like all these receipts, like for I don't know how they got her birth certificate, but they got her birth certificate. It says that she's fully Thai, and she just been out here claiming that she black, and she says she Blasian, and we all know Chris Brown got a type. Like, listen, Chris, <laughs> Chris Brown's fine. If I could claim I'm Blasian. <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, if she could do it, then maybe you can. I listen, listen, she ain't blazing. I took the DNA test. I got a little bit of Asian in my blood. So, <laughs> Chris Brown, once again. <laughs> I'm like 2% Asian, Chris. I'm like, <laughs> no, girl. I think I'm like seven. So. Oh, that's a really big, that's <laughs> a really big number. It is. I think I'm like 7%. <laughs> so, I mean... Listen, I might go ahead and put Blazing in my bio. Right. See if I can get Chris Brown's attention next. But no, like, seriously. <laughs> I can't wear. <laughs> seriously, though, like, no. Like, come on, bro. Stop. Yeah. You're, not, you're not black. And it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. But like you said, everybody want to be us until it's... Everybody want to be a know. nigga until it's time to be a nigga. Exactly. Right. And that's right. all right. That's yeah. all right. We just know that we we out here, we, we live in our best life. That's kind of a mental illness. Like I feel, I feel like because that's what our show is about. So I feel like her black fishing, just anybody black fishing, it's kind of a mental illness. Right. Like you trying to be somebody that you're not, and you don't have to be. Just love point. yourself. And their baby I know you is want so some cute. Of this black magic. Yeah, their son is cute. Their son is so cute. Just say he's half Thai and half black. Don't try to lie and say he's now like eighty three percent percent black. Right. Like you got a blazing baby. But yeah. you ain't blazing, baby. Right. You're, 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 you're tired. Yeah. That wasn't it. I didn't even mean to do that. That's just how <laughs> wavy I am, bro. I didn't even mean to do that shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she need therapy. I don't like her anyway because yeah. she, mess, she messed with my man. I gotta fight her. That goes for all his significant others. Not really, because I like Rihanna. If if he gotta go with anybody, just go back with Rihanna. I love that toxic. Rihanna kid. don't want him back. Rihanna. I say, baby girl has grown. She done got thick. 
mature. She, she a whole philanthropist out here. Got she need to just give us this album so I can like stop listening to Ponder Replay like it's brand new because I haven't heard it in 12 years. <laughs> right. I was playing that album yesterday, Alex. Do not feel bad. Bro, I'm like every time I hear some every time I hear a Rihanna song, I literally go on my Twitter and I'm like, Rihanna, please just come back home. Right. Just come back home. I'm securing the bag. Man, I mean, listen, I she get my money regardless. I got a monthly subscription to Fenty Savage, so for or real? Savage Beauty or whatever that lingerie line is. Oh, yeah. I got a monthly subscription subscription to that because her bras are perfect. I buy her Fenty Beauty makeup, mm-hmm. so she's still getting my coins. But I would rather her get my coins to this music. Plus, I've never seen her on tour, and I really want to see her. Yes. So, yeah, it'll happen. I would really appreciate if you come back Keep home, Rihanna. Alive. Me and the kids Keep miss alive. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so today, today might be a little heavy for some people. Um, we're gonna talk about mental illness in our community the black community the melanated community mm-hmm. and um i guess to start how how do you how are you guys dealing with it yourself like as far as your own mental health we'll start there and then we'll work our way into everything else how are you um, guys dealing with it during COVID 19 i mean <clears throat> i i have my own apartment i live by myself Mm-hmm. So being there for, you know, weeks at a time at first, it was like, oh, okay, you know, cool. I ain't got to get up, I ain't got to go to work. But mm-hmm. after a while, it was like, bro, like there's nobody else here. <laughs> it's just me. And I had to like come to my parents' house for a little bit because I needed human interaction. Not saying that I can't be by myself because I can, but it was just like really, I don't want to so say hard, cool. but it was like, it's, not easy to be by yourself for that long period of time without any other human interaction so at first it was kind of trippy but i think now i've gotten the balance of it like i'll go home i'll be by myself and then it's just like all right you know of course you can facetime and stuff but it's different when you actually like in person around people that you know and love Mm -hmm. so i kind of like come around to their house sometimes when i need that interaction just to kind of like not you know, have my brain so stressed about being in the house all the time by myself. Yeah. Um, how about you, Zess? So, yeah, quarantine is a different level of seriously, take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to say I had to check my mental health. Uh, maybe I, it was about my early 20s. It was a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I realized what helps me is journaling because sometimes your, your mind can get so crowded and you may not want to tell everybody that you're not okay. Yeah. Um, but I do recommend you, you at least have that one or two people that you can go to and express yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so I've, I've basically, what I'm saying is I've had coping methods prior to quarantine, but since since quarantine has came um like Bria said you know it was all fun and games the first couple weeks Mm -hmm. and then you realize like okay this is life Mm -hmm. and thankfully I do I go to my mom's house and it's a change of scenery um Mm -hmm. sometimes I well I have to go into the office periodically so that's a that's another escape 
Yeah. Um, something else that I do is I started working out again. Um, working out, even going for a, a walk, it helps. Mm-hmm. And then just making sure I keep busy. So, and not with work because I get tired of staring at the computer and it's taking a toll on my eyes. But, yeah. um, like, I find little projects around the house to do. Yeah. Things yeah. I never really had time to do. It's like I'm trying to take advantage of it now. Um, and then there are times, like Bria said, I, I, I live by myself too. And it gets pretty boring, especially since I don't really watch TV. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, it's just been hard, but those are some of the things that I've done to cope with it. So what about you, Alex? <sighs> so I don't live alone. I still live with my mom. I, you know, I got siblings and everything like that. But so, I mean, that kind of helps. But at the same time, I'd be tired of seeing the same faces every damn day. Exactly. <laughs> my whole thing is like as like as the weeks went by like it, like I said earlier like we had the option of working from home at some point um and I would be you know excited to do it but now being home and just working all day and feeling like that's literally the only thing I do at this point it's kind of like the day repeats itself and it's just like I I I have I have those days where I have to close myself off from like everybody and Mm -hmm. I'm just like trying to understand that I have literally been in the house for five months straight so like in the beginning after like two months I think is when I really started losing my mind because I I listened to a another podcast that's not paying us for uh, you know any type of promo so I'm not (laughs) gonna say their name plus they're a very established podcast so they they got it but shout out to them I've been listening I listen to them a lot and it's, it kind of scared me because it was like I had a moment where I understood that we were literally all living this same life right now like celebrities it didn't matter if you were rich or poor you know what I'm saying like and I think that scared me to the point where I literally almost ran out my house at 12 o'clock at night because I was so freaked out because like the guy on the podcast was just saying like bro I've been I've been doing Duolingo and I was like me too he's like I've been doing stuff that I haven't done in years and I'm like me too so I'm just like we're all living this same lifestyle right now and it, it kind of you know it scared me to the point where I was like bro I gotta get out this house and every once in a while I have those moments so like I had that moment the other day actually I was watching the DNC um convention and um somebody said something about it you know being like month six in quarantine and I I was with my mom and I'm like I've been I've been in the house for six months straight (laughs) yeah (laughs) and my mom was just like oh lord because I I literally go through those stages where I'm just like are you serious and I'm like I'll start having like a whole breakdown and I don't know where it comes from I'm still trying to really get my mental health together because I've had a lot of things happen as far as just um harboring you know old emotions and stuff like that so it's a little difficult for me I'm not gonna lie like I still have not mastered it because I still have those days where I'm just like yo I gotta get up out this house you know what I'm saying like yeah and and now I can't even I used to be able to you know go to work that kind of helped me because like I said in the earlier podcast my my 
um, office has a really, really good work environment. So I enjoy being at work. Um, but I'm not able to do that right now um, because the office is completely full um, because of some, you know, some work stuff. So I'm not able to do that. But so right now I'm kind of struggling because I was planning on going to work sometime this week and I can't. Um, so I'm, I'm in the midst of another breakdown. So if y'all see me on Twitter talking about why the hell have I been in this house for so long? <laughs> that's what's happening. I'm probably ripping my hair out because I can't get out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's been it's been kind of difficult, but we'll, we'll deal. It, it's going to be okay. We all going to get through it. I definitely will say this is a time where um, it's a chance for us to learn about ourselves. Yeah. Because... Some of us are always consumed with everyday tasks that we don't really know little things about us that we mm-hmm. should. Right. Um, so that's one thing I took away from it. And it's okay. Like if if somebody's telling you you should have XYZ done because you got more time in your hands, that's Tell BS. Shut the hell up. And Tell it's okay to be up. absolutely <laughs> lazy and do absolutely nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is. Really I mean, you never know. Like, you don't know everybody's situation. There exactly. Are people, there are probably people who work so much that this is a break for them. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, so don't judge a person because they don't have a business or they didn't do, you know, X, Y, and Z. Or first of all, worry about your own life. Hello. Don't worry about my pockets. Worry about yours. Unless you put in something in my pockets, don't worry about Mind your business. Right. Don't worry about them. Like. I, ugh, I hate that. And I so, have a, a, a yeah. friend on Instagram that does that. Like they post like, oh, if you haven't had your business, if you didn't start your business, but shut up. Right. I'm not like quarantine. It's not for everybody, first of all. So yeah, true. true. And then during quarantine, like luckily quarantine, I you know in the beginning I was able to like really focus on because I was so bad with money management before quarantine. I'm not even gonna lie to you, my check would be gone, and before quarantine I didn't have a car. I used quarantine to get my credit up and yeah. I got me a car. You know what I'm saying? She like up. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, I got my credit up, got me a car, you know, and I'm I'm more focused on what I need to do as far as finally getting the hell out of my mother's house for good and not right. moving back. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, like sometimes you sometimes you have that that grind to, you know, wanna have to do something and it honestly quarantine has made people like Jessica said made people sit and listen to you know think about what they what they need out of their self and what they need to do for themselves and that's kind of what quarantine did for me because I got my credit up right so and I learned how to do makeup (laughs) I learned how to do makeup so yeah yeah. but you know quarantine too can help you know birth (laughs) other things because I know Alex Shout out to Alex because Alex is the one who kind of like curated <laughs> this podcast and really came to like Jessica and I with the idea. But- pause. We're going to pause. Pause, what? pause one second. Listeners, I know you heard me last podcast where I said. Oh, because we keep saying Jessica. Y'all keep calling me Jessica <laughs> like I'm in trouble. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh my God. My bad. <laughs> I'm about to call you Brianna and I'm about to say Alexis. Well, that's different yeah. because your name is actually Jessica. My name is not. But Rihanna. I feel like I'm in trouble. Oh my god! Okay, 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 okay. So, <laughs> y'all Alex, my mental. <laughs> Alex called Jess and I, and you know, it was like, "How do you guys feel about doing a podcast?" And it's like, this is another form of like therapy, and this is yeah, like another outlet for us to like, because pre-pandemic, 
okay, it was more so me. It was hard for me to like hang out <laughs> and come around. But this is a way for us to, you know, really come together and like spend time together without actually like physically being around each other and like really have girl talk and things like that. Yes. But because a few years ago, like years ago, I want to say like after I got out of high school, I had a situation where a friend of mine had got killed. And then like a few weeks later, somebody really close to me that like helped raise me, I guess I could say, had also passed away unexpectedly. And I was like mentally going through it. And I don't know if you've ever seen somebody who like has mentally been through it, but didn't know that they was like depressed until after the fact. Mm-hmm. I've been there. Yeah, it was like I was sleeping all day. I wasn't working. My weight was going up and down. I didn't want to do nothing. Didn't want to be around anybody. And it was like a month or so later when my mom like came and sat down to me and was talking to me. And she was like, you know, like, how are you? Like, what's going on with you? And to me, I just thought I was going through regular everyday life. I was like, oh, you know, I'm fine. I'm fine. Just taking it one day at a time. And my mom was like, no, baby girl, you you're not taking it one day at a time like you gotta really like do so this sounds so cheesy but like self inventory because I would have moments to myself and I never told anybody this where I would just like ball like just give me 10 minutes in a dark room by myself even if it was in a bathroom and just cry oh girl I still do that you know (laughs) that is crazy yeah, and it was like afterwards, I, I, I never really, I, and this is why it's important to like really pay attention to what's going on with yourself. And if you've noticed things are changing about your friends or your loved ones, don't yeah. be afraid to, yeah, to be a shoulder for them to lean on. Because if it wasn't for my mom coming to me, I would have never realized like, oh yeah, I, like I guess was I really was. I was really depressed. Yeah. And, I, and I had never experienced anything like that before in my life. And you know, as black women, we want to be strong and, you know, just just say, oh, I had a bad day. I wasn't really Girl, being serious. Girl, we are serious. to be strong Right. I wasn't really being serious about what was going on with my mental health. And it was like, damn, you right, ma. And it was like, after that, I had to, like, really evaluate and, like, make it a habit even if I didn't want to there were days where it like physically hurt like my shoulders and my back yeah. like physically hurt for me to get out the bed but I had to do those things because it was like if I didn't it was just a continuous cycle of bullshit and I was like I gotta yeah. get myself up out of this yeah know? and I'm I'm glad you actually brought up the fact that your mom noticed it because that kind of ties into um just mental illness in our community like when when we recognize it how sometimes it's kind of ignored and or or it's kind of made of a joke you know or it's blamed on something else instead of what it actually is like (sighs) so I have a a family member who I was very close with um for a very long time and they have a mental illness but they do not recognize it they don't pay any attention and it's hard to watch that happen Um, because when you pay attention to it and you know what it is and you see other people blaming it on certain you know other things it's hard because now you're like the the, their shoulder to cry on when things get bad and you kind of take on their issues because nobody else is helping them so it's it's very it's a very difficult like situation and it's um honestly just gonna get mad but it's honestly very reminiscent of 
uh, Kanye West situation. That's the most like publicized, yeah. you know what I'm saying, um, mental illness that we're seeing right now. And a lot of people are taking it as a joke, as a hoax, as, you know, something he's doing for sales. And because of the fact that I have experienced a person in my life with the exact same symptoms, mm-hmm. that's like, it's very triggering to watch it happen in real time. Yeah. Um, because it's like watching my family member again. And it's scary. You know what I'm saying? It's so scary. Because me and this particular family member, we can be as close as sisters one day. And the next day, I'm just a terrible person. I never do anything to help them. I have negative energy. And that takes a toll. Because it's like, that takes a toll on your mental health. Because it's just like, well, what did I do? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I'm helping you out. And the fact that it has happened consistently over a course of, I want to say, like, uh seven years um it's it's and it's still really she they're still not recognizing it fully like you know what i'm saying so it's hard y'all it's i'm not gonna lie that that shit takes a hard toll on a person and yeah because it's just like you see this person every day you know what i'm saying Um, and you see them when they're on their highest and then when they're at their lowest and then to be accused of doing something that you didn't do or you know just being a bad person in general and all you've been doing is helping them bruh it gets gets so bad to the point where you like when it happens again after you know a certain amount of times like you start looking at them like do I really fuck with you heavy enough to deal with this again you know right. what I'm saying? Right. Like, at this point, it's like, you grown, you got to do this yourself. Like, because now you bringing me down and I can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, it. I feel, going back to kind of like Kanye West's uh, situation, I feel like it's hard. I, I really pray for Kim. I do. I yeah. pray for Kim because that's a hard situation. Like, Kanye is on Twitter, you know what I'm saying? He's a public figure and he will you know in one breath love his wife to death love his kids to death love the family to death and the next day he was calling Chris Chris Jung-un and saying that yeah. Kim you know bashing Kim for her sex tape with Ray J and being you know and all this other, and it's just like damn like I know she you know she going through it just right. from my own personal experience I know she's going through that shit bro right. and I feel so bad for her I really do like, and a lot of people like yeah the Kardashians do a lot of shit for fame you know they they, they fetishize black black but it's like take fame out of it yeah, yeah. But it's, that's like you another, said they're still humans exactly that's exactly what I was about to say they're still human beings that are dealing with certain things like Kanye West might be one of the greatest lyricists of our generation you know one of the best producers of our generations whatever but he's still a human being right. and he's publicly going through these things and for people to not take it serious it really bothers me because it's the exact same situation that I have been in and am still technically in like right now and like people don't understand it it feels like people don't understand what an episode is like as far as a mental episode it feels like they they don't understand what it is because Kanye West had like a whole will do a whole entire rant on Twitter about just random stuff and you're just like I'm looking at it like Kanye ain't taking his medicine. You know what I'm saying? Like, something ain't right. And honestly, it seems to be stress-induced with him, from what I'm witnessing, at least. Because, like, it seems like he goes through these episodes more when he's about to, like, go through a rollout as far as, like, an album or, like, new clothes or new shoes, whatever. And that could be a a stressful situation to deal with. 
and he has also said that he doesn't take his medicine during his creative times um so that it's an episode and even right now with the family member that i'm dealing with i'm dealing with an episode right now she's cut me off for the past two years for no reason yeah you know what i'm saying um and that's but, that's an episode you know it's what? an episode I mean, just to cut into what she was saying too is people don't know what I, i'll speak for our, in our community and i'll speak for yeah. myself people don't know fully you know what an episode is and that's because we don't talk about it in our households yeah. like you were saying earlier you know like black women were bred to be strong so when yeah. i was going through my situation all honestly and i'm gonna try not to cry i felt embarrassed you know what i'm saying i felt like yeah what the hell is wrong with me that i'm going through this and that i didn't even have enough you know self-senses about myself to recognize that I was going through it. I felt like I was off. Like I had a vitamin deficiency or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. am I not getting enough iron or, or zinc yeah. or something? Because it's like yeah. we don't talk about it. We don't normalize it in our community. And we say that Black people don't uh, we don't go to we don't go to the therapist. We don't Man, do F this. that. Go yeah. to therapy, bro. Go but, to therapy. And, and Bria, in, um, in, in your situation, it's like at least your mom, once she noticed it, too, yeah. she called you. You know, she, she yeah. came to you and pretty much yeah. was like, what's going on? Right. Where, like we said, in some some black families, that's not the case. It's just like, what's wrong with you? Right. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, or I mean, you smoke it too much weed, or you know, you're doing them drugs, or, you know, it's, it's yeah. always put on, deflected onto something else instead of it being taken for what it is and right. being addressed accordingly. Yeah, because even with my family member, it was more like when we started, because like, honestly, honestly speaking, uh, a, a lot of family was not and is still not there for her the way they should be. Um, and my family, particularly my immediate family, my mom and my brothers, we're like her second family, basically, like, you know, because she lost a lot of people, you know, that were close to her. She lost her mom at a young age. Um, her grandmother at a young age so she's been through a lot mm-hmm. and it was just it, it got to the point like when we me and my mom when it, when it got when her breakdown got so bad that we really couldn't kind of handle it anymore and we started reaching out for help it was more like oh well, maybe she's on drugs you know maybe it's this maybe it's that and I'm like I've grown up with this girl she, no yeah. you know what I'm saying like I y'all y'all know her and y'all know she ain't doing nothing stupid like that yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's just it, it's it's disheartening as hell. Like I I honestly just started telling my friends that know her about what I had to deal with cuz I was going through that too where I had to kind of hold back a lot of like emotions to try and help her. You know what I'm saying? And in the midst of that, this was disrupting my own peace, my peace in my house. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like that's hard to manage when you have some somebody that you are close to and you see them going through just these just terrible like episodes of just manic depression or like wild excitement like it it's scary to watch man it's yeah. so scary to watch and for 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 someone to not be able to reach out to their family for further assistance after not being able to take it by themselves anymore man that shit it's it's no joke it's yeah. no joke yeah. like and people may look and say, well, can't Kim get him some type of help? Like, she just sitting there crying, etc., yeah. whatever. She don't and know it's what not to do. That, 
and it is it, yeah it's not that easy and like I remember when I had like um my first experience with depression mm-hmm. I was very very quiet about it yeah and I didn't tell anybody yeah it wasn't until mm, maybe like a year after I think I finally opened up to one person and they're just like oh my gosh why didn't you say something and I'm just like mm-hmm. you really don't know what to do in those times right it's it's so dark right yeah it's 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 just it's difficult to to deal with it yourself it's difficult to try and help someone else because another thing I'm speaking because I haven't per- I've, I haven't personally dealt with depression to the point well I can't really say that. Dang, I mean, Alex, I, I wasn't was... even finished. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought it got quiet. Because <laughs> it's like, it, like Bria said, you know, you try not to get emotional about it. But um, it's just like she said, she had to have her moments and just break down. And then it's like she got herself together. Yeah. But what she thought was together. Yeah. And you, you deal with it. But I want to say that lasted for about like four months. Wow. So that was, yeah, it was, it was four months. Are you done? You good? No, I'm not done. (laughs) Okay. I didn't know. It got quiet. I'm just checking. You're trying not to cry. Don't cry. Don't cry. Yeah, this is going to be a heavy one, y'all. Ain't no jokes involved for real. Like, shit is hard. That shit is hard. Yeah. Difficult. Because I feel you. Yeah. It's extremely hard. So, yeah, you never know what somebody's going through. Mm-hmm. Right, and don't be selfish. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. be selfish. I mean, I wouldn't say don't be selfish, but care enough to be able, try enough to care about the, uh, another person, and then you know protect your own peace at right. the same time. If if possible, because I mean, like I said, with the experience that I'm, I've been dealing with, it, it's hard to not be selfish after, you know, a certain amount of years of dealing mm-hmm. with it. It gets to that point where you love them, but you just like, bro, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. If there's no help involvement, that shit is difficult. Right. It's so hard. And, and I, like I said earlier, I literally just started telling my friends about everything that I have been dealing with when it came to this particular person. Right. So, yeah. And, and when I say don't be selfish, I'm talking about like you get mad when that friend don't text you back. Yeah. Or you get mad over, you know, a, a friend missing something or just yeah. not being very vocal. And it's like, you never know. What check on it. Just right. say, yeah. hey, how are you really doing? Yeah. Right. Yeah, like and that that checking on people, like checking on your strong friends, it is, is not. It is so rare. Yeah, actually, you know what? I had I did now that I said and think about it, I did have a moment where depression hit me really hard. Like I went dark on social media for like five months, and everybody who knows me knows that that is not me. I'm yeah. very active when it comes to social media, and literally maybe two friends kept in contact with me. It's not like not like they didn't like the rest of my friends didn't reach out. They didn't know. It was only two friends that knew everything that I was dealing with. And they were beside me the entire time. Like, because it got to the point I got a little suicidal. You know what I'm saying? So 
it, it was it was bad. I had lost like I lost my job, lost my car. You know, what I'm saying I was stressed about something, uh, another thing, and then it was relationship problems. Just kind of took it over the edge. Yeah, and, it was just a and, big ball of stuff. Yeah, it was a, a snowball of shit just running down, and I just felt like I couldn't get anything done. I couldn't get anything right, and I started like like Bria was. I was in bed all the time. Like one of my friends who was actually going through something um, with me, which is why she knew everything that I was dealing with because it was a similar situation for her. We used to like cope with it and drink like fish like yeah. all night long in my in my room music blasting like you know what I'm saying like just get stupid drunk for no reason every yeah. day it, yeah. it got to that point and my mom had to actually reach out to my best friend about it because it got to the point I wasn't eating like my best friend literally came to my house with a pizza and like some little like margarita beer cans or whatever mm-hmm. and she was like I'm not leaving until I see you eat at least two pieces of this pizza right you know what I'm saying like it got to that point where I was just like I'm not eating I'm not moving my room was a mess I didn't I d- didn't even have the energy to get out of bed and clean my room like it was it was a that was a hard situation that was probably mm-hmm. the hardest that I've ever been um, you know, close to like I've never been suicidal before, but that right there, I was so close to driving my car off a bridge every night, bro. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. it was because I, re- I think I remember you telling yeah, me she, just about she, it after yeah. the fact, and he was like, "Damn, Alex, you know, yeah, you it was like, us, but yeah, it was like years after. Like I had to like yeah. really get back to myself because everybody who knows me knows that I'm a very high spirited person. I don't, I, I, I don't, you know show emotion as far as like negative emotion I try to stay positive so for that to really break me down it was really out of my character right and a lot of people didn't know because I would put on a face like I was good or I just wouldn't answer my phone because another thing is I'm always fucking busy so I barely answer text messages anyway so it wasn't out of my character to do that so nobody would be like oh you know I wonder what's wrong with Alex It, it was not like that but the only two people that knew they were the only ones that I would answer their phone calls. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, just to cut in a little bit, because, you know, like we all have saying, and more people deal with this mental illness than Mm -hmm. we all are aware. And, you know, I looked at the CDC, and it's uh, just to give you guys a little bit of facts, but, Mm -hmm. you know, more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness. Okay, and one in five Americans will experience mental illness in a given year. And then you also have one in 25 Americans who live with a serious mental illness, such as, you know, schizophrenia, bipolar disorder or like a major Mm -hmm. depression. So there's more people out there who deal with mental illness than you may be aware of. And especially with the pandemic, like you said, Alex, sometimes this type of situation with people losing their jobs and and everything that's going on politically, it can push them over the edge. So if you have a friend or family member that's acting, you know, out of out of normal normal season what they normal normally will do excuse me then definitely pick up a phone just say hey you know just wanted to check on you do you need anything do you want to talk do you want to come outside and we can hang outside in the front yard for a quick five ten minutes we can you know be six feet apart whatever in any way that you can facetime skype whatever yeah just to check on people and let them know that they are not alone it's really important um yeah that we come together with that yeah and sometimes i don't know you guys feel the same way but it's like sometimes especially my close ones like I can feel 
when something's not right. Mm-hmm. So instead of just asking the regular, how are you? It's like, how are you really? Like, what's yeah. going on? Yeah. 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 But like, I've literally lost a couple. Of, I'm not even going to say friends because they ain't friends at this point. Yeah. yeah. It was never friends, but um, like I experienced back to back deaths. Mm. And I think I had just, I was on the verge of quitting my job. But so I was like in the cut. It wasn't as bad as my first time dealing with depression, but I was in the cut. And I literally had somebody who hit me up months later who knew what was going on and still had the audacity to say, like, send me a breakup text message. And I'm just like, how dare you? Yeah. You know, do that. Wow. When you knew the circumstances. You knew what was going on. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's that's sucks. Yeah. You didn't have whoever that was didn't have your best interest at heart in the first place. Oh game. no, not at all. Not yeah, at fuck all. fuck them. Yeah. Pretty much. Times times six. Right. right. <laughs> but right. um yeah. I mean, take care of yourselves, man. Yeah, Seriously. Please, you're not alone. Like you're really not. not. Understand that. Like you're yeah. really not. There are so many people, if, even if they haven't dealt with it themselves personally. They've dealt with someone else helping someone else. There, it's always people out there. And please, for the love of God, go to therapy. That was one of my main yeah. like things while I was dealing with depression. I was not trying to go to therapy. I finally went to therapy, and I am a lot better. But don't think that it's like just oh a person just asking so how does that make you feel it's not it's not it's not yeah it's yeah. cry if you need to you can yeah. cry they just get they they're gonna stare at you it's, it's weird while you're crying and they just stare at you they but, hand I mean, you the tissue talk to God, <laughs> you know all of that yeah. they hand you the tissue and they like you know it's okay to cry let it out and if you're like me um then you're probably one of those people that kind of harbor their emotions until it all boils over yeah. I'm telling myself as well as everybody else who does that to stop doing that. It is yeah. not healthy. Not good at all. Exactly. It's not healthy. Yeah. So. Woo. Release. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was intense. Yeah, right. It was. But it was needed though. It, it's it needed. was. It is. It's needed. Because I mean, like we said earlier, people like to play it off like it's something else and it's not like yeah. it's not it to call it what it is like why is that so hard to understand i mean i've seen posts where people are like black people in general already have mental illnesses because of like things that have happened in our past or mm-hmm. so you know our, our you know things that have happened during slavery might be you know will trickle down to us so we automatically have that pain mm-hmm. of like racism and you know having to deal with just oppression period right what what makes you think that that doesn't take a toll on all of your mental you know what i'm saying like we make these memes and we make these jokes on like social media i saw a meme saying that one of the one of the the worst things about being black is having to um google where you're going to make sure they're not racist like yeah. come on that, that's a mental illness for us to have to do that to, right. for us to even have to think like let me make sure that I'm going to Alabama let me make sure this city don't you know I ain't going to get lynched right right and that's it's that's crazy that's yeah. so crazy and we shouldn't have to deal with that and you should just be able to understand that your your mental health is 
it is needed. You're needed here. Like, even though my little my little tweets to Kanye West probably don't make it to him and it's cool. I've always said anytime I feel like he's having an episode, I'm like, please take care of yourself. Put it in the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, please, because it's so his particular situation, I'll repeat, is very familiar to me. So I can see what happens when you don't take your medicine you know what i'm saying or and it's it's scary yeah it's scary and even having to deal with my family member who was going through that that was a that had a lot of mental like you know a lot of pressure on me as you know trying to keep myself together while helping them yeah so you y'all gotta take care of yourself can you imagine if some people who don't even take medicine because they don't get the help that they need yeah 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 or can't <laughs> because they or can't can. afford it you know can't so, afford it you know that's that there's that too yeah so, so. <sighs> but i yeah. think that that leads us into the question of the week alex yeah it does so i mean the question of the week is just pretty much like how are you dealing with it how are you dealing with your mental health during the pandemic um and you know we'll put in our description of this episode like a web websites or you know phone numbers you can call if you feel like you are not dealing with it well or you feel like somebody in your life is not dealing with theirs well um you can contact them about you know about ways to help and ways to get help um so yeah we'll put that in the, the bio so I guess to kind of close out this episode, I feel like this episode was kind of short, but I feel like it was pretty intense. So yeah. it didn't need to be too long or y'all gonna have us snot bubbles on the mic. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Ain't no tears over here. Maybe, right. maybe, like, maybe y'all gonna have me. us have a snot bubbles on the mic. <laughs> like, I remember when exactly. I was nine years old. Like, and I love no. y'all, man. I love y'all. Right. <laughs> So, exactly. yeah, I think we go ahead and just, like, close this out. And, you know, I just wanted to say, like, take care of yourself and try your best to take care of others. But make sure that yourself, that you, you know, are in tune with your mental health as well. Because it's important um, to anybody that might be dealing with it. Understand that you're not alone. It's okay to ask for help. Yeah, um, yeah that's all I got. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I agree. And also, so, I'm sorry, just another note as well. Mm-hmm. To piggyback on what Alex said, if you are going through a situation kind of similar to like Kanye and what um, Alex has been through, you know, make sure that you, if you are trying to help someone who's going through, um, you know, a mental health issue, that you take care of yourself as well. You can't pour into someone if your cup is empty. So just make sure that you can provide whatever mm-hmm. you can to that person but make sure that you're good as well don't overextend yourself exactly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so and... jessica sorry jess i don't know why i'm calling you <laughs> jessica today right. like, i don't know i'm about to disconnect <laughs> sorry I'm no longer about to be a part of today. For yeah. some reason, Jessica is just in my head. Every time they say it, I just be like, we talked right. about this. So we made a whole podcast about right, like, it. Right. We just talked about four years now. And sorry. Like, calling me. Oh, my, my bad. Well, anyway, sorry. Y'all, yeah. y'all will get it together one day. It's okay. One day. Y'all know, one day they get a pass. <laughs> one day we will finally all be on the same accord. Exactly. <laughs> it is okay. But just like, Alex and Bria said, 
please take care of yourself. Do not be ashamed. Mm-hmm. Um, if 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 it's never been said or like I think now is the time like you have a lot of people who are dealing with their mental health mm-hmm. more than they have before due yeah. to the current condition. Um, but as usual, I am going to end with a nice quote. Mm-hmm. Your mental health is more important than the test, the interview, the lunch date, mm-hmm. the meeting, the family dinner, mm-hmm. the toxic relationship, mm. the toxic friendship, and the grocery run. Take care of yourself. Treat yourself. Do not beat yourself. Yeah, that's important. Yeah. Remember that. Keep that. Yeah. We'll post that on... um on the Instagram yeah so yeah so y'all thank y'all for listening to episode 3 I lost count for a second I was gonna say like I'm so far yeah episode <laughs> um, 3 and we love you guys thank you for yes, tuning in yes thanks for the support um thank you for all the love we feel it we appreciate y'all um and y'all take care of yourself we will see y'all next episode hopefully it is a lighter subject yes. <laughs> yeah y'all was about to have a waterworks over here I'm yes. 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 it's hard man yeah. this shit is hard to deal with but y'all be easy be safe wear masks wash your hands wash your ass all that yep bye bye, bye.